Is this thing on? <laughs> Brother Tim. Ooh, that sounded like a real knock. That did sound like a knock. Let him in, y'all. We let no days off here. They made a mistake. They gave us microphones. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. You know, we don't want to be the podcast oh, that's no out days. and no one can be able to hear us, huh? Ooh, I love when I get to sit across from you and do this podcast. I love you, brother. Sorry, brother. <laughs> it's almost like we're saying shade is honesty. It's like, well, have your emotional moment. Nobody said that you quit it. You can still be strong. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be hurt too much. So that's my motto. Like when you have a go urgent, just jack off and go do something productive. Like, taxes for fruit, y'all. <laughs> taxes for fruit. <laughs> Hold me accountable. Too. Somebody being willing to fall on the <sighs> And once they do that, they need to explain the repercussions of their decision making. Woo 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 woo. Yeah 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 yeah. 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 A lot of these people want their guns because they have an agenda. I feel like they're going to stockpile weapons and one day they're going to try to come in for all the black people. That's what I think. Hey, 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 brother. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are. What's goody? Everybody, welcome to another episode of No Days Off. Hey. We all back. We all back. Yeah. It's really, really exciting. So it's like Will and I got up and we were supposed to have a no days off shoot today but it got mm-hmm. postponed because of like you know technical difficulties womp, and such. Womp, womp. so we're here and it's like it provided another opportunity for us to hit up you know a little in-house studio and do another podcast so i'm, I'm actually really excited so we're about here it. so what are we're we gonna talk about brother queer. oh yeah yeah um don't put me on the spot like that i don't know what we're talking about oh well i do because we talked about it um but Yes, we, um, Will and I always like get into these really awesome conversations inspired by nothing. It can be inspired by like freaking a television show, literally in the moment, a text message. Like, there's always just something to talk about. A meme, a meme, like whatever. So, this morning, um, after we had learned that the, that the um, show was going to be postponed and we were like, okay, well, we can do a podcast, like, we put that over on one you know, on one part of our brains. And then all of a sudden we started talking about like, I think I brought it up about like everybody that I've ever dated within the last couple of years has literally hit me up over the past couple of weeks. Like what's up? I've seen you. The ghost from boyfriends past or situationships past. Um, And it's just like insane. And I was like, brother, has this been happening to you? And you were like, yeah. So that's what we're about to talk about. Like this thing where at certain moments in your lives, it's like this blast from the past shit that happens. Mm-hmm. And then whether or not if we should like be engaging. Right. Like right. I think that that's the question. Like you learn like this shit didn't really work out with these motherfuckers. So why would I then engage? But anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about. But um, since then, I kind of feel like we did a podcast like really recently. So I don't know if mm-hmm. we have to do like a rundown. Of, no, like, I mean, but we did. Um, Go through a lot of footage. Oh yes, yes, that's true. And do some editing. How, like, what did you think when you saw that shit Ooh, back? It's and a so, lot of, and saw your face on this. Okay, so that was probably what I was like most afraid of. Of is just, and I've seen myself on screen before, but like this time, it's like really close shots and me talking and babbling and just doing a whole bunch of different things. So mm-hmm. I was a little horrified because I mean, you know, when you start stepping into like the entertainment space. I mean, although I'm in a place where I don't give a fuck about what people think about me, you there's still a level of like, huh, how do what do people think about me, you know? Right. So seeing that and being able to 
you know, stomach that. It wasn't half bad. I was like, oh my God, I, I look, you know, decent. I wasn't saying anything crazy. I mean, the lighting looks great. Everyone looks great. Um, you oh know, so gosh. just like everyone does look great. Yeah. So just like that. It's really weird being the talent and the producer for me because it's like you have to simon simultaneously switch hats. Like, oh, you have to always think about both yeah. roles at the same time. Like, yeah. even like when I was on set and I was, you know, speaking or just literally just being on set, I'm constantly worried about how it looks from the camera's view, even though I'm not on that side, you know? Uh, so that was really cool going to that and then going back to the um, the footage and going through like bit by bit it's a lot of work it's a lot of work but it's worth it and it's 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 good to know your business so you know to be able to understand how things are put together and why we're putting it together and and being able to come up with our own vision from what we've like brainstormed about things we've liked and stuff like that mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that part is really 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 interesting again it's a lot of work and we talked about this last night um especially with like you know with the grapevine and other shows that are out like the the consumers the people the youtubers the people that are just like get the content on their phone or their computer they just get it yeah you know what i mean and the funny thing is like they get it and then they have their opinion they read it to shreds or praise it to shreds or whatever you have but it's like people really don't understand the process that it takes just to get a 45 minute video content or an hour podcast it's a lot of back work so i'm learning more you know and appreciating appreciating that more and now i have a, a better understanding of how everything works all together so that's been my experience and so that's been pretty cool yes it's so cool it's a lot of work like you said for sure and this time around for me producing this show it's more work because obviously you know you have to keep in touch with various, various people to have people come in and off of the show, arranging. And then when you get into the post-production stuff, like, you know, going through the footage and sitting down and thinking about, like, what's the next step and what are we going to be asking these people and this person, yada, yada, so that we can get these full stories. And I won't talk too much about the behind-the-scenes stuff because it's really, really going to be exciting to see the final product for all of you guys. But it is a lot of work, but it's just so much fun and just so rewarding. And in watching the um, playback, it's like, oh, my gosh, like we have some really fucking good conversations <coughs> here that we get to develop <coughs> right. and take to the next level. And it's really, really exciting. So, yeah. <coughs> I agree with you. So just curious about <coughs> the. Uh, <coughs> sorry, I got some doobity in my throat. That's all right, brother. Um, So. What are some of the things that you've learned, you know, whether it's through things that you've experienced in being in entertainment or being a producer on the grapevine? What are some things that you've learned that you've brought to, you know, the No Days Off oh my brand? So many things. I think like what I've really, really learned is that this I, this thing about being a panelist or being on the show and then being behind the scenes is that it really is a very, very beneficial position to be in, to be able to see like what the product is that you want to put out from the at the end and then being in control of like creating that from the beginning. Right. So for me, brother, we got to get more doobity. Yeah. We got to get more doobity. We ain't got no doobity. No doobity. <laughs> We don't run out of doobity, y'all, but that's okay. We're going to re-up, re, -up, re um, and reload it. Yes. 
But um, that has been like a skill set that I've been able to bring here to like know what it is that I want to see at least. And mm-hmm. that I think that, you know, after talking to some friends about this show over like the last, what, four years, about just trying to figure out like, what is this show going to look like? What is it that people want to see? What do people want to talk about? Paying attention to social media and then knowing and then putting the show together and then being able to say, well, hey, I do know what it is that I want to talk about from a production standpoint. And then as a panelist, being able to carry the conversation forward Mm -hmm. um, has been something that I got to really sharpen, you know, because being on the grapevine, you're on the fly, you're debating, you have to talk. No, if, and there's no pausing, you just go. Right. And having that kind of experience makes it easier to be interviewed people. It's like really good improv. So I have that, that I get to come to the table with. And then also just, you know, being at the grapevine, we're all novices in a, in a way, Mm -hmm. like when it comes to, you know, getting more into the business side or getting more into the production side. For me, it's all been a learning experience. Mm -hmm. So I get to also kind of like bring that type of query nest into Mm -hmm. this project where I just ask a lot of questions and I get to learn more and more every time. I mean, like, how many times did we fumble with this fucking podcast? Oh, my God. And getting all of this shit right before we could actually get... It was get, working and then it stopped working. And then it tried to flip it and reverse it on a brother. You know, it was a whole thing, but it, it, it grew us and now we know what we're doing. Like, it takes us a couple of minutes to get started and being able to do this. So, you know, in those ways as well, like, just the actual excitement yeah. I brought over and I to think this project. And I think that is something to highlight because for me, when I was really trying to figure out my purpose and what I want to do, it's like, well, how do I do this and how do I get there and how, how do I get the resources and how do I meet the people? And I think with this uh with the podcast and the and the and the um the talk show in general it's literally just doing it because mm-hmm. most people don't have the knowledge until they do it exactly and it all looks different some people have to go to school to get what they need some people have to you know have experiences to get what they need right um so i just wanted to talk a little bit about like because we, we talk about this a lot about being an expert and it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I know this because I studied this for 12 years and I right. get paid for it and da 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 But like being an expert of your life yeah. and how that alone can set a lot of you know precedence for your future. Yeah. And I just it's wanted like, you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I think that it always goes back to storytelling for mm-hmm. me and like really owning your experience because at the root of it, that that's what we have to offer the world. Because that's all sorry, we have to, not really to offer. Yeah, because some people feel like they have to have all of these accolades and all of right. these different things to be able right. to even have an impact or, 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 or make change. Yeah. And I don't really talk about this often, but you know, even for me, like when it came to higher education and going through college, like eventually, like I, I didn't finish. For me, I walked away from my senior year in college, um, slated to graduate and all of that stuff. I was like, I don't want to do this. It's It didn't feel real. It didn't feel authentic. I didn't feel like I was growing. I felt like it was just a little bit of, you know, a white people's world mm-hmm. um, in terms of the faux education that I thought that I was getting. Um, I mean, I, w- I did have classes where I was really super inspired by professors um, and I excelled in those classes and further and, and, and other times I felt like this is so fucking boring and so mm-hmm. stupid. So what I did was that I left, you know, we did music. We did, we did a lot of music. Um, at that time I got to go on tour mm-hmm. and like travel the world, especially, you know, more so the European side, which I've never been. And I made more money than I make now. You know, right? Or or more money than people who have luxurious and uh, 
degrees that are like you know basically kind of celebrated in this culture right um in ways that maybe they shouldn't be because Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily believe for me that one thing outweighs the other however like yes my doctor i would like for you to go to medical school medical school (laughs) right um but what i realized about me is that i was in love with sociology um and basically like even if when you look at my transcript it's kind of like okay well he's he's got all that he needs for this but it wasn't enough it just wasn't enough Mm -hmm. for me and i felt comfortable enough to walk away from the experience and still earned over six figures in certain spaces but i think that the i think that the biggest what i learned what i learned in the biggest lesson was that it was me Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily um having to have all of the accolades that that you you mentioned and all of these things yeah it was more so me and i was very well read and very well researched and i challenged my professors and i did all of that stuff um just because i did absorb what i learned and i wanted to have a bigger and broader and then a broader experience and discussion around a lot of the things that i was learning and i felt like i wasn't able to do that and I, i all the unfolding of my life or in the unfolding of my life it became more so about the interconnected experience experiences that i've had with with other people myself right. god and and it all comes together in a way that i think that universally as when i was like i am going i want a job that's going to pay me 100k i think i was like what 26 years old or 27 i was like i want this is my goal i made it happen very very shortly thereafter making more money than people with degrees um, who have been in their fields for longer. But right. for me, it was more, so, it was more so about strategically. Um, what can I do? What's what, like literally what do I have? designing your life, designing my life. And I found, um, and I found that oftentimes you go to jobs and you say, Hey, well, here are my, here's my transcript. And my mm-hmm. transcript reflects that I have enough to have to graduate, to have graduated. And they're like, well, you know, that's enough for us, you know? So right. there are different ways. That's to get- really awesome because I'm, I'm actually glad that you shared that and no shade. I didn't ever, I've always known that, but I never thought that that would be something that you would share, you know, yeah. just because for my, I, I'm in the same situation. I mean, I have been able to do a lot of different things and have a lot of different experiences. And I might not have been able to make the necessarily the money that I've made, but I've definitely been able to find the happiness that I need to, to continue on, to get to the money that I'm going to be making very, 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 very right, soon. Right. Um, but that's always been something for me when it comes to whether it's casual conversation or when it comes to like dating someone or that's always like, oh, so what did you do? What do you do? And and oh, where did you go to school? And so I was always, you know, a little bit more reluctant to share with people oh, that yeah. I that I didn't necessarily graduate from college because I think in my mind at the time that gets associated with something else that yeah. I didn't want to be associated with. Yeah. And and I- and yes, I I kind of felt a very similar sentiment, mm-hmm. you know, because the thing is, is like, for me, it was like, well, I can tell people like, well, I stepped away, but I have enough to, right. to graduate. But what does that have, really mean? But too, it doesn't, right. it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. And then there are so many other things that are compounded in my story that quite frankly, I don't necessarily think that it's everyone's business or that or I think that it's, it's necessary because it hasn't stopped me mm-hmm. or prevented me from having an amazing life and right. demanding a certain amount of money and yada, yada, da. And also it doesn't, for me, it just hasn't meant anything right. um, of significance. And I keep asking myself over and over and over again, Hey, do you just want to go and wrap this up with a bow for this particular program, whatever the case may be. 
when it comes to like the idea of like holding a degree in my hand. And I'm just not in a place where I've ever been, felt convinced that I need dead um, to do that for what interests me, mm-hmm. which is more um, sociology. It's more so finding out about this interconnected, interconnected experience that we all have mm-hmm. that, you know, I think is spirituality. And I think that I've over the years have taken classes here and there, re-upped on this just so that I can continue to grow, right, but not to satisfy, um, you know, a white curriculum. Yeah. I think, and, yeah. yeah. So Cause it's I, kind of, it's just annoying sometimes, you know, going through life and it's like, this is what you need to do. But when you're like, when you and your spirit and your, it doesn't match that, it kind of can throw you into some serious loopholes, you know, and it's a little scary. So I think for me, it was really understanding that again, everyone's life is designed and you can design it a certain type of way. Right. And you just have to figure out, you have to do that work to figure it out because for me, Nine times out of ten, it's easy to say, I want to do this. I want to be a lawyer. Boom. Yeah. I, this is what I have to yeah. do. And I, and if you're good at what you do and you follow the steps and you have a little something to you, then you can be a lawyer. Right. You know what I mean? And what does really being a lawyer mean, you know? So I think it's really interesting to make sure that we continue to co- take control of our, our lives and continue to design it the way that we see fit for ourselves because it doesn't look a certain type of way. There's no blueprint or exactly. roadmap. And I think it's, you know, it's interesting because we hear it time and time again, most people that spend all this money and time getting a degree don't even work in the field Yeah, that yeah. that degree pertains to. And that's like, I was like, well, when I found that out in high school, I knew, sure, I was like, I'm going to try school a little bit more like in college because I want to, also allow myself that that option you know i'm gonna give myself the fighting chance to see if this is really for me or not and getting into the structure and seeing if it's something that works for me and i i gave it a good three years and i was like hmm, no it still doesn't work for me because i feel like i'm still like even when i was at the school i was learning more about life outside of those walls those actual walls because i was involved in like you know bsu when i was the president of the bsu and then and i was in you know the gospel choir and i was doing all these other right. things that did not you know that i wasn't necessarily paying for to go there so i was like wow i'm getting really enriched in all these other ways and i'm not really paying that's not what my money that i'm paying for is going towards so i don't think this is really for me because i could still access all of these things that are really really impacting me Outside of, you know, yeah. $15,000 yeah. a semester. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, co- I mean, college was fantastic. Yeah. It w- and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it was great. I mean, I learned, I learned a lot about like people. Mm-hmm. I, I did learn some real good foundational things, right. um, especially in the sociology program that I was in. It was really, really fantastic. It just got to a point where I felt like it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. I wasn't surrounded by the people that I wanted to be surrounded by. I actually left. I went to another institution and I hated that institution as well. And then went back to the institution that I originally was to wrap up. And I eventually just got fed up. And I was like, I have this opportunity to leave mm-hmm. and like go and like see the world and sing and do all this stuff. So, you know, I took advantage of that. And I said, I'll make a decision as to whether or not I want to go and wrap up. Um, but I felt like going out and going into the world and working and getting the experience um, just amplified what I already think that I had. Mm-hmm. And in, in your original question about like being an expert, I think that, you know, developing my experience as somebody who went to a PWI, as somebody who 
um, has been able to work in the corporate world for you, a can long you, time. Can you drop PWI for those of us who don't know? Oh, understand? it's a, a PWI is like a predominantly white institution. I mean, that's what I figured, but you know, you real yeah. smart and stuff. <laughs> and you just be, you know, we don't know all the acronyms to everything. So yeah. PWI, yeah. So, y'all. So PWI. that's where I went. I went to one. And um, I, once again, I had a great time, met some great people, Have st- still have great relationships with some of my professors that mm-hmm. I had that we may email once or twice a year. Um, and I just still have fond memories of them. Just are they black or white? Just curious. White. Yeah. Okay. White. 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 But very like minority. Well, not minority-ish, but like one was gay, which mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything. He's a white gay man. Doesn't mean anything. But he was willing to have like really honest conversations mm-hmm. with me, and even, even one on one. Still have a, a, you know, a connection on a, a, a individual and a, a, a unique level. Oh yeah, yes, and that's what we definitely had. Like something that was we really got each other. Mm-hmm. And um, he helped me understand that, you know, <clears throat> you're a special kid. You're a special kid. You're going to. He didn't sound like this. I don't know why I'm giving him this voice. But, yes, because uh, this is how white professors talk. I don't know. But uh, you're a special kid. He was like super young. I think he was like maybe eight years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yes, <laughs> he really helped me. <coughs> Excuse me. He really helped me understand that, you know, you do have some insight that is quite unique. Yeah. And perhaps you should continue on this path. And, and that's what I did. And I, I, I felt like I became a, an expert in, the, in navigating a space that is gay, that is black, that is educated, um, that can also understand the idea of not wanting to be at one of these institutions and understanding this idea of having to navigate the space of the um, elite um, the scholarly elite mm-hmm. um, and the people who are not mm-hmm. that way either. And b- I feel like I'm a part of both of those worlds, not because I feel like I have to be, that most people feel like they have to be married to, but I feel like people do remain tethered to one of those sides, mm-hmm. the haves and the have-nots of education, of money or whatever it is. And a part of what makes me an expert is that I can be a part of both of those places because i know what it's like to go to, to to a place and get your education feel super super smart and blah 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 blah. but then at the same time because i feel like i don't actually have a degree to walk around with that i'm that it may be seen a certain way and for me i think that that's way cooler i think that it's way better and it makes me an right. expert in that space and it makes me an expert in a place where i can speak from both of those places mm-hmm. and um it doesn't lessen anything that i bring to the table and um it's Someone needs it. Someone needs to understand. Yeah. And someone needs to feel like, wow, I get that. Yeah. And that's what I'm that's what I'm here to do. I'm an expert in my gay, black, you know, educated, Jamaican, you know, Caribbean it's your story. experience. Right. And it's my story and all of the other things that I haven't yet spoken mm-hmm. about um have impacted me and then allow me to have empathy for other people. And I brought up that example just to say Yes, like in these many, many, many ways, it makes me an expert. The things that people think that can't make you an expert in turn can make you an expert of the possibilities and what you can do with your life. And, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, we see it all the time on YouTube. These people, you know, fell into something that they enjoyed and decided to document it. And yeah. Be- I mean, because. Ta-da! Ta-da! I mean, it's a, one other thing that I really went through my senior year was the idea of knowing that I was going to owe so much money. And I remember feeling like, mm, you know, the education that I was receiving, I thought was fair and cool or whatever. But at the same time, it was like, I'm putting all of this money in this. I don't necessarily feel like it's the enriching experience that I want to have. And then the curriculum, you know, Mm -hmm. made me feel like this was not meaningful. It was very through the lens of 
business first, Caucasian first, and I just really wasn't feeling it. I felt like I was a little bit um, underserved um, in just my life. I felt very, like, lonely mm-hmm. and, like, not fulfilled. And, you know, I remember going to classes and feeling like this is not a challenge for me. Right. It doesn't feel like it's challenging. It feels like... I know what you're going to say before you say it because it's just like all of the other classes. The jargon. The jargon, the uh, perspective. That's why for me it's so crazy because, again, we are, science tells us we are so complex. You know what I mean? We are just these, just so much going on with us, but then we're putting these institutions to breed us all the same. Yeah. It's just like, what? Like, how does that, doesn't even work with like my whole, everything about me. It doesn't work because nobody's alike. Right. You know what I mean? But we're all bred to live this same life, you know, carry out this same dream. And it's 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 that's why I was like, I got to get out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. So once again, just to tie it up with a bow is that this idea of being an expert is that everyone is an expert in their experience. Once they begin to embrace the Mm -hmm. fact that they have something unique to bring to the world, that there's something that you've been here to do. Because if you speak from that position and you say like, let's say something terrible has happened to Mm -hmm. you and you're able to see that terrible thing and you're able to speak to it and say, Hey, like this terrible thing happened to me. And this is what I've learned, but this is what I've learned. And this is how I made it through. And that's what I have to offer the world is a, it's a present progressive thing. Mm -hmm. You never stop having something to offer. You never stop being an expert right. in your own unique experience if you're open to learning. Everyone has insight. Everyone has insight. And not everybody's job is going to be to be on a podcast or to be on a television show like we may be. It, sometimes it's just for you to do the actual work in your community and scale it in a way that's appropriate for your life. Because there are people who love their corporate jobs, mm-hmm. right? You love your corporate job and there are going to be people who want to come up and they're going to want a corporate job too. You need to be able to tell them, yes, this is the avenue that you have to go through. This was my experiences, how I made it in my PWI. Mm-hmm. If you're a person of color um, or maybe, you know, you're a person who went to an HBCU. You're like, this is what I did. I went to a historically black college university and this was my experience and this is what I can offer. Mm-hmm. And then you can offer another thing and another thing as you continue to navigate your life. So in terms of being an expert, being in the place that we're in right now, um, this is not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about understanding exactly what we're here to do mm-hmm. and to go about that in an in a really passionate and fully assertive way. Mm-hmm. So I hope that answers your question. I know that yeah. was like the longest answer of all time, mm-hmm. but I think that it's really, really important to bring context to how we get to where we are. Right. You know, because where we are right now, where is, we are right now is a direct reflection of what we've been through, what we've what experienced yes. and the choices that we've made. Absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly, obviously. And, um, you know, that's why we got to just keep it real. Like whenever you get the chance to keep it real and be mm. honest about things that, you know, cause embarrassment, like break the chains off of yourself. Right. Because I think like a lot of people, even for me, <laughs> it's like I think people really see me as this uber intelligent person. And while, yes, I really do feel that I am intelligent, there's so much more to me. And I'm always reminded that while we put ourselves in boxes, we put other people in boxes as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm always careful about making sure that people are clear that I'm not selling anybody perfection. That's Mm -hmm. not what this is about. The reason why sociology even kind of made me tingle on the inside was because I understood. Yes, you better tingle on the inside. It did. It it just really interested me because one, I'm a people person. Mm -hmm. Number two, I'm an empath. So naturally, I want to understand, you know, you understand. So naturally, I want to understand why how, when, the where's that 
and the like how. what you experienced you know, like to get to that point. Yes, and the what's all of it. Like I want to know all of it because we have the answers right here in front of us. Mm-hmm. They're always here. If I don't know it, you know it. If you don't know exactly. it, exactly, everyone's it. experience is it, an answer. It all comes together as the allness that we mm-hmm. describe God as. Uh, the, it's and, everything, and, and, and I don't think I knew that at the time. I didn't think I don't think that at the time that I that I understood that my need to understand people was because I needed to understand myself and because I didn't yet link it to God. You know, this idea that we all are the body, mm-hmm. all of us, as we stretch over this entire land and mm-hmm. been to the moon and back, we all have the knowledge. If we understand that it's about interlocking and being and connected, communicate. that yep. is, mm-hmm. that is God. When people say that God is in you, that's what I believe. That's why I can look at you and appreciate right. the God in you. And I don't need to know the special individual thing that you have and measure that by your degree, mm-hmm. I can measure that by the way that we interact, your empathy, how you feel about me, how you treat about me, and what you're willing to share. Mm-hmm. And that is some really, really super duper powerful shit. And I've always been in it. I've always been in the mix and understanding that it is that that makes us powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, over the years, I think I found myself in certain places and in certain spaces simply because. I'm willing to talk about it and I'm willing to say, here's what makes sense to me. And then I find that for other people, it makes sense to them too. And I think like, that's what makes me an expert. It's me just paying attention to life Mm. and and enough of us don't do that. And I do it. And that's what I bring to the table. And I don't need a degree to do that. And I think when I was a, when I was in probably my end of my junior year, I was like, yeah, yeah, I think at this particular point, I, I got it. Like, I'm really ready to move on to the next thing. And I was looking for other opportunities, like constantly looking. And when I had the opportunity to sing here or sing there, and then I was like, oh, I can go away and do all of this stuff. I was like, I'm not leaving this on the table um, to stay here mm-hmm. and have this very kind of like lateral experience. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And that's why you are dope, bro. <laughs> and another one, y'all. I love you, brother. I love you, too. Yeah, so that was good. I like that. Yeah. I don't know how I got into that or how well, we Well, I that. think, you know, it was that question of expert, and then I took it yeah. probably right and left. But I really like to tell stories mm-hmm. because I want people to understand that even at this point in your shitty life, you remember how you called it your shitty life? Mm-hmm. In your shitty life, you're an expert mm-hmm. in something. Right. And you have the keys to move yourself forward if you pay in close enough attention to to give yourself the opportunity, maybe try looking at the situation mm-hmm. in a different way. What you can find is that you may have some keys for and, these locks. Yeah, that you and it's hard. Apart. It's really hard sometimes when you're it's like so in it and sitting in it. But it's important not to take the experiences for granted. So yeah. like now for me, even if I'm going through a rough time, I'm like, well, this I'm learning. I'm gonna either I'm learning or I'm gonna learn something from this. So that almost instantly when I check myself during that, because now I start to identify when things happen, I'm like, oh, it like almost instantly turns things around for me because it allows me to make a better decision because I was able to say, no, this is not going to happen. I'm not going to fall into this. I'm not going to, you know, feed into the fire. I'm just going to do something a little different, yeah. you know? Yeah. And as uncomfortable as it may be, as uncomfortable as, as it may be. So it's, it's, it's really important again, not to, um, take the experiences all the experiences the good the bad the so so you know not for granted yeah yeah absolutely so because they're all again they're shaping you for your presence for the next thing and for the next thing and for the next thing i think one thing like this is my last thing about college um 
because I really want to get into the dating mm-hmm. conversation. But the last thing that I want to say is that when you look back, when I see a lot of people who look back on their college experience, a lot of people do mention that they had wished at, that they had taken a different route. And then number two is that because it's such a business is that people have found themselves in a lot of debt and they found themselves in a place where they look back and they realize that, oh, wow, that institution never really cared about me. Mm-hmm. Unless I was only, it's a lot of my HBCU and Ivy League friends who are more so very, very committed to their um, alumni, mm-hmm. you know, status and experience. And I can, I get those for very specific reasons. But outside of that, I find a lot of people who are just kind of like indifferent mm-hmm. about their collegiate life. And I think that that's because we wind up just a little bit disappointed that it didn't take us where it was sold, you know, right. that, to the place that, you know, where you're going to get the white picket fence, you're going to be able to afford everything and do everything. And you're supposed to have like a vast amount of knowledge and you just plug right into the ecosystem, into the perfect job with that, that works in tandem with that degree. And it was a sham. It's a sham mm-hmm. for a lot of us. And I knew that it would be a sham for me. Like, let's think about this. I'm going to sociology degree. Then what the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to have to become a professor. I'm going to have to write books. And at that time, I was like, I don't want to do that. Let me go and see if I can sing mm-hmm. um, and make it in that way. Let me see. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm so serious. I was like, let's see if this can be like a more in in the in the right Mm-hmm. lane for me experience in taking all of my intelligence with me and all and and for me it was way better of an experience um and unique and now now all of it has led me here mm-hmm. and i'm just like i'm just right on time and i'm i'm having a great time so that's something that i also wanted to offer that we can't forget that we all have unique things that we're capable of and that we can bring to the table and if we need to secure the bag, you can secure the bag in mm-hmm. many ways. And that may be entrepreneurship. That may be a trade. Trades that pay way more than a lot of these jobs Literally. with your degree. I mean, I know people who have trade jobs who make $250,000 a year, you know, b- being a specialist. Whether that be in like, you know, being able to install something simple like a light fixture. Or be able to do something more complex like lighting design mm-hmm. or an audio engineer. I know people are making a lot of money um, because they, they got and tapped into something a little bit more specific. So be true to you. Mm-hmm. That's also something that I wanted to say because I, I was seeking counsel, I remember, with my um, parents and, you know, some other people about knowing what I wanted to do. And I was so dis- – they, they just kept discouraging me and telling me, you can't do that as a black man. Like, you can't do that as a person of color. You need to do this. And then I wound up kind of, like, settling. Um, and then, of course, then later on rebelling. Mm-hmm. I think that that was what it comes – it just kind of, like, boils down mm-hmm. to. Um, and I, I've always had that in me. I've always had that in me. And um, – we see it now in other ways, but then it looked like, well, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm leaving here because I'm smarter than everybody, which isn't true. But that's how that's how it boiled up for me. Right. Um, and I'm going to get out of here. So, yeah, yeah. So that's also, also something that I wanted to mention about, like, you know, freeing ourselves from the chain that in order to be of value in this society, it, it needs looks to certain, look certain. Right. Why usually standards that are held from by white people. Ooh. And then hold on, y'all need to listen to this. Yeah, no, it's true. Usually by standards, because, you know, white people in this society are the standard. They, mm-hmm. they keep letting us know that they're the standard and we keep assimilating. And, you know, and it don't that, work for you. And it, 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 it can't. It can't. It, it can't. And, you know, we have to figure out, like, well, how do we make this stuff work for them? Now, I think that it's really important to get a college degree. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, especially if that's in your path, because, you know, now it's it's so it's been so, so indoctrinated in our society that 
the value you can't like take you can't almost you can't just isolate it now right it's such a part so i would say you know to continue to go to college but at the same time if you are wise enough to know at 16 and 17 what your passion is and you can find an avenue that takes you straight there instead of taking two years of electives in college my thing is is like go straight for it and go get what it is Mm -hmm. Um, that you know you want and start making the money that you deserve as being a specialist in that you know like i want like these kids now they're coding at very very young ages and they're doing all of that stuff stuff, they offer those classes and you can come to my job and we'll hire you and we'll give you like fifty thousand dollars to come in and be a coder right now um having those accreditations so you know be, I, I'm thinking like, okay, well, if you're a coder and you enjoy it, maybe you continue to expound mm-hmm. on that type of education and find yourself in a place where you can demand a lot more money at a younger age, as opposed to just going all willy nilly, doing your liberal arts here, figuring out, okay, maybe I do want to be a doctor, like my parents said, and then you know, sh- switching over, yeah, switching so majors, switching you know, minors. but yeah, but these kids are very different because you know these are the same kids who are standing up to the NRA. I feel like they're different, and they more so will find out what will work for them more so than us i feel like we were very pressured to do things yeah, a certain way still. yeah and so i mean i wouldn't take anything back i yeah. wouldn't take back my I mean, collegiate experience I, or anything yeah and, and to go back with the the kids also the internet has you know we were oh in yeah like the beginning of it and still figuring it out so like they literally have everything at their disposal knowledge education you know a whole bunch of stuff like at the drop of a dime so yeah like you said that uh transfer of information is just completely different so yeah yeah the the path for them is going to be a little bit more it's going to be a little bit different well and i can't wait to see what they do and mm-hmm. i can't see the way that they may be like curating a new curriculum for themselves curriculum with honesty and mm-hmm. truth and integrity that will keep their minds engaged mm-hmm. all the way through their collegiate experience oh, after that yeah well because i um i was reading some article that they're gonna actually start putting like gay history and like american history and like Mm. some parents in certain areas are like not here for it and some lawmakers are not here for it well i'm so glad that they're going to be challenged to do the right thing once again because it's important that we know for like i'm going to even mention this do you know how distracting it is to be in college like as a gay person who never gets to talk about it like even that in your life distracts you and i was like right so entrenched in like the gospel choir christiany world mm-hmm. when i was in college as well that it was quite depressing it's like you almost i really wanted to run away it's like you were neglecting yourself yeah i was like constantly neglecting myself and anyway yeah i've been through that too brother yeah but you know what it's all about growth mm-hmm. and growth and does not look the same for right. everyone it has to be different so yeah Exactly. We are where we are because of because of the way in which you know we, the yeah. the way the direction that we grew yeah. towards the sun. And if something's not working, time and time again, just give yourself the chance to try something different. Right. Just to see. Right. And you know, just to see, because there's no harm in seeing. Right. I agree. I agree. Well, brother, you mentioned trying something different, and I wanted to. I'll transition segway, now. Segway. 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 Trans- segue into. Trying something that's the same. Oh, or, du- or double or, dipping. Or, or double dipping. Or is it different? So, oh, yeah. Well, then, yeah. So, oh, let's, let, let's let them know what we're talking about okay. first. So, like we were saying, we mentioned this earlier before the whole college conversation. But 
like for me over the last like you know whatever couple of months i've been hit up by like a lot of people that i've dated mm. I, I wouldn't say exes because no but we all the dated. tyrones is calling you no no <laughs> so so i've been getting a lot a lot of text messages a lot of calls a lot of notes a lot of emails um you get all of that yeah no well, emails I mean, instagrams dms yeah uh, i mean like various methods because you know everybody has their thing Yes, I want um, some of that. Um, do you, do that's the question. Well, no, do we? I do want, we the, want I want some of I that? I want the good parts of that. Okay, so I'm gonna ask the question to you Ugh. of because I know that you are, you too are receiving a couple of you know knock 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 knock. Hey, remember me? In these moments, how do you know like when to be like oh hell no, and how do you know when to engage? Hmm. Well, I think. First, it's like the rhetoric, like how they're speaking, what they're talking about. If they're still like using the same, again, rhetoric, then I nine times out of 10, then I, I would probably know like, no, you know, if you like if if, we, if you just got in contact with me, you're calling me baby already or bae or like you're not ready. Mm-hmm. You, know, you haven't changed. Um, and what do you think like that signifies the bae or the baby? Those nicknames. I think a lot of times people get just caught up in their emotions about what they want and feel. And it's like, for example, for me, like I've, I've talked to people that have been far away and very distant in, in distance and in real life. So just not calling, not texting, but then like I'm back in New York and it's like, Ooh, I missed you. And it's like, no, you missed me for, for convenience. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, that happens a lot, especially when people are just, again, people are always emotional. I think, you know, they're always this quest for love, even if you're not looking for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we fall into these traps here and there with whether it's us setting them or, you know, getting caught in them um, just based off of people not really knowing how to articulate their emotion. You know, it's like so you can tell basically by the way that they express themselves, mm-hmm. express like how they feel about you. Yeah. Or... And especially if it's somebody that I've known from the past, I kind of know a little bit about them to know, you know, again, we talked about this earlier about if I even want to talk to them or not based off of, you know, how they talk. Right. So. Okay. Okay. I know I asked you, I asked the question right in the middle of like you answering the bigger question mm-hmm. about like, how do you know whether to, but that was one example of whether or not to, to engage. Right. But what are some other, like what else, what else do you think are some good indicators of whether or not you can move forward? Um, I guess if we're talking like, if I'm looking at like their social media, see mm-hmm. what type of, like just see, again, seeing where their overall headspace is at. And if that matches anything that I'm interested in anymore, you know, are right. they still going out or, you know, Oh, like if they're <laughs> like, Oh yes, that's a good example. So if they're still out like clubbing and yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that, but maybe that's not what you're into right because now. Cause it's like, in my mind, what are you looking for? You know, or is it just a good time? I need to know those things. Um, do you have same toxic relationships that you shouldn't be around? Do you have this quote unquote best friend that is just really toxic to who you are as a person? Are you still hang with them or what type of, you know, relationship do you have with them? Because that's going to be a reflection of you because this is the, the company you keep. So right, I need to know right. those type of things as well. Right. Well, for me, hmm, I, well, I am very, very, I would say fair most of the time. And at least I try to be fair most of the time, right. I should say. And uh, I do give people an opportunity to 
present whatever it is that they want to present. Like if you say what's good to me and we've dated before, I'm going to say hi and, and, right. and respond, especially because I don't have many instances where things have ended poorly. Um, but like, I don't know. The whole thing is kind of a little freaky because I'm most, most of the time, you know, I'm very much like if it didn't work, it didn't work. And I'm not interested in playing right. reverse hopscotch with your ass. We're not going to flip it and reverse it. Like why? Um, but now I think because I have grown in the areas of like, even like what my list looks like, mm-hmm. um, I then, I think you mentioned this before about feeling like, well, if I've grown, like perhaps they've grown as well. Cause it's possible because it's actually possible. And for those reasons, I do entertain conversation and I've, I've realized that a lot of people haven't grown, but then for other people, I realize that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's quite exciting because it's like, oh my gosh, like I really like this person. And like maybe, you know, we had really, really good sex. So it's like, oh, I'm going to get the sex. And I'm also going to get like right. the, all of this ain't new he ain't shit. Doing that ain't nigga shit like he was doing before. Hey, hold it, hold it. You know, so in those ways, it's kind of like exciting. And then also like a little weird because you do remember like the foolishness. Right. And, you know, I don't. I think we're all recovering whatever we were. We're recovering perfectionists, recovering, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like cheaters, whatever. Um, So we all have a little bit of our old habits in us, maybe. And then that's what I think for me, like I'm constantly A little hesitant, like, ooh, are you just even like opening that box again? Like, exactly. Like, should I? And I've never really had a problem with asking questions, but I. Yeah, you're very direct. Yes, I'll ask. Well, okay, so. This is what happened last time. How is that any different now? Mm-hmm. You know, because on December sixteenth, <sighs> you came out the side of your mouth and you said X, Y, and Z. And I know, is you still spewing that doo doo shit out your mouth? I need to know. I need to know. Okay, um, but no, I'm not. I wish if my memory was that good, but I do remember like certain things that I want to know if you've moved past it, and I want to, you know, just let's just clear the air because at least if you're hitting me up, right. I do know for a fact that we have to be friends. I know that for a fact now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you a doper lesson right now Mm -hmm. is that I strongly believe that the person that you wind up with needs to be your friend. You gotta be friends. It is foundational. Like, you have got to be friends. I'm not talking about faux friends. Right. Where it's like you're friends-ish. Right. Hey, friend. You know, like once they do something that pisses you off, you're like, why am I with this person? Like, that's not your friend. Exactly. Um, That is not your friend. Or when you see somebody hot, you're like, oh, fuck. Well, I don't, why don't I want that? You know, right. like maybe the person you're with is not your friend. And um, in those ways, I really do get the opportunity to say, hey, like, well, I, I know now that I know that we have to be friends mm-hmm. and obviously we weren't before moving forward i'd like to be their friend so these these issues that we had before look let's clear the air like i don't need to just jump back into dating you and we never spoke about like what has happened i think some yeah i think some people even just because you guys have that history it's easier for some people i'm just all in now and i'm like whoa 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 whoa. yeah we we know each other but there's been (laughs) but there's been this you know this gap of time and like you said we need to get some things clear and figure some stuff out because we can't we're not just about to be you know just jumping right on in yeah and i'd be like oh there you go right but for me i i am again i think i said this before i'm more inclined to talk to someone in my past than inviting a whole bunch like i'm because i'm gonna date i'm gonna continue to date and i know that i'm gonna meet some new people and i know again that i'm going to be you know 
talking and engaging with some people from my past. So for me, again, I'm more inclined to at least be open to seeing what the possibility right. possibilities are with those people from my past. Again, within reason, if it makes sense for me. And they again, there's some indicators that even uh, allow me to say, hmm, that might be a possibility. And then then you right, know, dig right, a little right. deeper. But, yeah, I don't necessarily have the urge to just bring a whole a bunch of other new people in my life either because it's like it's going to be the same work. It's getting to know the same like we talk about the same rhetoric that we're going to talk about. So for me, I feel there's a little bit more of a comfort when I can. You know, again, we're not starting all the way over fresh and we're not just jumping right in. But it's a place of comfort where I know that I can at least lay and cuddle with you or tell you certain things or what have you not. So, I feel the exact yeah. same way yeah. um, because it's like I don't want to I don't want to keep telling my secrets to new people that ain't going to be here. Yeah. Like, I mean, for well, for me, ugh, it's just I love new people, but I really just. The whole experience mm-hmm. is just so exhausting. <laughs> it is. Um, the going out, telling the stories. This is my, it's like, this oh my is God. And what do I've it. done. What and, have, yeah. and because we are in the era of social media, everything is just so much. Nobody's really committed to courting. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like you meet this person, it, it, it falls off and then you meet another person. and it falls. So you can't, you, it's like you're on a permanent audition. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it either, brother. And what happens is is that like with your people who you've known and it didn't work out, it's like when you hit up each other after two years, it's like, okay, well, did you really get your shit together? Because mm-hmm. maybe this is great because we at least did have this and Something. this and this and this yeah. in common. And I know that I don't have to like reintroduce those topics mm-hmm. or have to relearn those about other people. And investigate and figure it out and, and build that. And then build that. You know, which is, and, and if it's, if they're worthy enough, if it again suits you, then all means I'm, oh I'm willing gosh, to do absolutely. that work. Absolutely. But again, it's like you said, like you've dealt with somebody two years ago and then you've dealt, you've dealt with other people since then. And you just like, they still ain't shit. So, Hey, at least I know you You a little bit of I, shit. I know what kind of shit you Yeah, are. I know your, how and, your shit smells. And then you can have a conversation to see how, how we can. And me know. too. And you can have a conversation with me and see how I've grown as well. Mm-hmm. And in the, and and that's what's really comfortable about it. So I agree with a lot of the things that you, you'd mentioned. Um, I'm trying to think, though, like, because things have happened and things have changed right. sometimes since you've met, since you've last been with this person or that person. There is like so much work to still be done. Exactly. Right. Because it's, it's like recalibration. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's always still challenges and there are, there are certain things that you won't accept that maybe you accepted back then. And you have to introduce those things and all of that. So there's so it's not like an easy breezy yellow right. that bikini situation either. But it just does feel so much more comfortable. And quite honestly, people like I just feel like we just waste so much fucking time you know, playing all of these damn games and not oh, dealing with our shit. shit. Like we have to, if you're interested in really partnering with someone, I think like we need to all be more responsible for the conversations that we have, whether mm-hmm. the person's old or new, you know, on the first date, we were talking about this on the grapevine before and I, having conversations with, you know, Donnie and talking about leaning in as a feminine woman and just saying like, as a, you know, this is what I want. This is what I, 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 I need. Mm hmm. Or this is what I want in order to make that happen. This is what I need. And I think for us, whether we're dealing with exes or we're dealing with new people, like we need to be more transparent about mm-hmm. what we want. And for me, like on the first rela- first relationship, no, the first date, mm-hmm. I don't mind saying something like, I am looking for a relationship. That is why I'm dating. 
or I eventually, yeah, I do want to have kids because people say like you shouldn't have, you shouldn't say these things nope. on the first Why day. Why not? Yeah, and I've spent a long time thinking about that. Like, do I agree with that? Like, you should be waiting to tell somebody about your about what you want for your life. So you can so you can get all knee deep in, fall in love, and then realize that's one of your big, you know, like must haves. They can't even meet. Like, that's not fair. Exactly. Fuck out of here. Uh. Uh-uh, that's not, not interested happening. in that. You know. So I think that it's important in general to keep to keep that at the forefront of your mind about being honest about what you want you have to and be what you want to experience and the kind and i believe that the honesty needs to be a test mm-hmm. and um a demonstration of what you want for if you right. are deciding to move forward with it's somebody a great that you dated filter before. it's a great filter to Absolutely. really you know because again if you're honest up front and you 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 can start weeding out really really quickly, quickly. instead of again yeah. dealing with and then and I think that's why you know we run into these these quote unquote ain't shit niggas because we're not putting the ain't shit filter on we're just right. accepting anything and everything <laughs> yeah and it's like no I need to let you know how but if this is really how you want to move in your life you have to be very very clear and transparent about what you want because. Word. Again, I'm not falling into no trap, falling head over heels for somebody, and 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 I want a baby, and I realize they don't want fucking kids at all. Like that's no right. It's because that's gonna be crazy. That I don't even want to imagine that issue going through that. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that so many people have that issue. And it's like just because they, you know, we skirt and skate around these issues, we don't want to trying talk to be about perfect them. for this audition. I'm trying to be perfect for the audition because you're afraid you're gonna lose the gig, right? Like mm. we're also. Oh, like, I like that. Yeah, perfect for the audition because you're afraid you're gonna lose the gig. It's true because you know. We're, we're, we want to get chose so badly, you know, that you're willing to sacrifice a lot mm. of the things that you know you fundamentally how need. How far will you get? How far will you go to get chosen? Right. How far will you go? And let me tell you, obviously, for me, it's not very far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm comfortable with that yeah. because I, I was even thinking about like one of the guys who had hit me up recently from my past. I just really, really liked him, you know, like little chocolate drop, you know, like I like. Mm, I like chocolate too. And, um,. <laughs> And I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I am really such a, I really am such a nurturer Mm -hmm. in a relationship setting. I think I'm like that outside of that too, but I'm really that in a relationship. And I was like, wow, like how wonderful is it going to be for somebody to be with me (laughs) and get all of this nurturing and all of this love that I naturally have? Because when I thought about him, I naturally put him in the context of, it would be just so nice to see him and give him a hug and ask him how he's doing. Like, that's just automatically what came into my mind. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop myself and be like, okay, Mm-mm. hold up. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So you get all my love in. Yeah, like, calm the fuck down. Um, let's think about this and let's let's see what he's coming at. Right. With. With. How is he coming? Mm-hmm. You know? So I just took, like, a step back and remember, like, this is a gift. That a lot of people aren't gonna like that. Doesn't they call himself a gift? Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Me, I I think that that is. I true. have something to offer. Yeah, so it's through that ain't shit filter mm-hmm. that you mentioned, um, and it's like I don't. It's not about not tolerating shit. It's just like this basic stuff. All of this stuff that you're getting, um, I want to get some good stuff too, mm-hmm. and we can have a it's definitely leading with yourself, leading with yourself, and we can have a definitely fair honest conversation where i'm like yo so what's been going on how have you been doing and we don't have to pretend we don't have to like not want to engage because we're afraid to answer these questions and i feel like we just running around being like you know as my mouth as mouse would say you know being pussy and not fully embracing the opportunity to show up as a man right or a woman or however you identify by being fully 
fully present, fully honest about what it is that you want and mm-hmm. what your experience was even back then. Because it doesn't have to be mean. Right. It doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be awkward. It's just a conversation. But we're constantly running away. We're constantly running towards an app because there's so much anonymity there. And it's and so, easy. And, and it's easy and you can be detached. Mm-hmm. And that's why we can't really move forward with... And with, you can be... Like, you can still hide. Yeah, you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can, there's anonymity yeah. there. There's, like, a cloak there. There's, like, you're only a silhouette of yourself. You don't have to really give people details. You don't have to, like, carve out the actual genuine pieces mm-hmm. that make you you and i'm not interested in that shit so whether you're somebody old or somebody new something like, borrowed or something blue okay i just want to be what is honest and true holla okay something old, something new something borrowed something blue just be honest just be true okay we try to do it do what right. we do, do it, you know what i'm right. saying <laughs> yeah so um i really think that for me that's what kind of like wraps me up like in like a warm blanket is the idea of being with somebody that I was with because if we have learned then what a great maybe foundation we have um and then what's kind of like it knowing about thinking about right talking to somebody got new this, is like you gotta oh, do all of this stuff oh and like oh and then like what if they like they're really good on their journey of like changing and then you're like with them and then every now and then you get a spark of that shit that you wasn't here for Oh, from the past? Yeah. I think I think that's okay. It's okay. You just gotta Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't feel, I'm not looking it. for perfection. Right. I'm just looking for like a because the thing I'm like if I could like boil it down to like a single quality, I don't know oh, that might be hard. Um maybe two, it would be like consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that consciousness, and I'll define consciousness a little bit more. Consciousness is when you're in a place where you have realized that the decisions that you make impact your life. Mm -hmm. And with knowing that, moving forward, I'm going to pay purposeful attention Attention. to the things that I do so that I can impact the way that I live my life, the way that I impact others, and just almost boiling it down to a science like that. I think that that's what consciousness is. Mm -hmm. So... For me, as someone who has experienced growth, a lot of that growth comes simply from paying attention moment by moment. I have daddy issues. Um, My mother is with my dad, who is like about almost 10 years older than her. Not coincidentally, I like guys who are a lot older than me. Right. Right. So I like certain things. Certain things come with being with an older person. You know, you know, when we get older, too, like we know what we're talking about. We've been through some things Da 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 da. Right. So. A lot of these older men are arrogant. A lot of them are really set in their ways and they think that they got it figured out. Right. You know, and that's something that doesn't work for me, obviously. So it is true that older men don't always work for me. So my type wasn't always serving me. So I had to be conscious whenever I'm walking and I see somebody who, you know, gives me that look that like, you know, that I like, um, that is that's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have to be conscious that in engaging, I can already see the signs. I can see the, right. the 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 ways in which that this won't work for us because, you know, I'm a pretty tough one. I was waiting for you at the dough. Exactly. So yeah. it's like we don't we don't we don't work. Mm-hmm. We don't work because your expectation of what it's gonna be like with me is actually not the reality, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So consciousness is really important. And my assumption is that if I get back with an, a person that I was dating and they've implemented a certain level of consciousness and agree that right. they want to do better in those areas, then we're on our way. And I'm never looking for perfection. Right, I'm just right. looking for you to try. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I, and just do better. I don't want to hear too many I'm sorry's. I just want to 
know like yeah we trying we trying oh you fucking up there yeah i'm fucking up a little bit okay we gonna do better like you know because you know how my theory Mm -hmm. we don't have to fight we don't gotta have drag out just say what you say say how you felt before i'm not gonna take it personally just say what Mm -hmm. you have to say in the moment do not come up to me five years later mm -hmm. you remember when you did that thing and don't wait and don't and don't wait until i come with something that i'm not too happy with what what about when you Wait a minute no, now, come that, on. No. So like in the, like those ways, like I really want to, I want to bring that forward, and mm-hmm. I, I want to have that kind of energy in my relationships. Yeah, and no so doubt. you know that's what I want to see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Yeah, it's important. Like I said, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm clear as a window. You <laughs> need to know exactly what's going on. I mean, you know, it's, it comes with. I think it's you know at certain times you give certain parts of yourself again, but I think when it, I think there's a there's like a level of honesty that you need for certain levels of uh, the relationship that you're in. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so I have another question. I think we'll just wrap up after that. Mm -hmm. So y'all going to stick with us a little bit more. I think this is an interesting question. So whether you're dating your ex, whether you're dating a new person, Mm -hmm. not ex, whether you're dating someone from the past, whether that's an ex or not. Situation from. Situation. Blast from from the past. past. Or you're dating a new person. We have social media, which is such a big part of our lives, and mm-hmm. we talk about we talked about authenticity and honesty and things like that. Is is it possible to really a- achieve that with a new person? We have like um, our brands because everybody calls themselves a brand um, mm. that are representative of who we are digitally. Right. And then is that accurate? Are you comfortable with who they are digitally versus who they are in real life? Would you want to be with somebody who is the same across the board? Mm-hmm. Does that impact how you date new? Um and then second in the second half of that, so I'll remind you if you forget any yeah, part. Yeah, cuz I'm like So the, so for the first half is how does social and like this idea of branding and imaging impact the way that you date? Mm-hmm. And then number 2 is as somebody who is now in the public space more so and speaking about dating and speaking about all of those things, does that, have you noticed that making, have you noticed that making this more challenging for you, the whole dating experience? Um, I don't think so because I, again, this platform is, is for me to be myself and to do it for myself. And I think this actually aids me in becoming more transparent, you know what I mean? And it, and, and it leaves nothing, no rock unturned. Like you, you're going to, this is who I am, whether you are having the conversations in person with me or you go to my podcast or you go, you know, of course, you know, social media and um, Instagram, Snapchat, all this is, you know, structured in a certain way. But that's what it's for. It's, yeah. it's supposed to, you yeah. know, make everything look pretty and perfect. You know, I don't. Uh, and, and again, I think it's a bad matter about what you use social media for, how it impacts your life. But this, you know, if you're using social media as, you know, for your business, I yeah. think it's, yeah, it's guys has to look perfect. You know, they don't need to know about who I'm fucking, you know, they need to know about what right. I'm advertising. If I'm advertising my body because I'm a fitness instructor, make sure you know, my, my goods are going to look perfect. You know, I'm not going to, you know, be a fitness instructor and show you right. the, what I haven't worked on yet or, you know what I mean? Or maybe I have, but I'm showing you that I'm getting to this point. So I think it allows me to be more transparent. Um, but it it does get a little blurry because I find myself constantly trying to decipher what's the brand and what's the person when I'm on their social media. So that's why for me, that interpersonal aspect of it is always so much more important because social media is made for that. So it's, it's up to us to kind of say, 
okay, this is what this person presents because I know real recognize real. I'm doing the same shit. I'm using the same filters. Same <laughs> so if what you see does, you know, implore you to, you know, dig a little deeper, I think it's in, important to eradicate the social media side of like once you get there. You right. Know? So do you think that the social side does matter? I think yeah. even if you're able think, to separate them, I think yes matter? and no, you know, because it is a represent, you know, representation of who they are as a person, where they're going, you know, are, right. like I can see that, oh, they're really organized. They're really serious about their business. So it does, you know, for some qualities that I am looking for, it does show me what I need to know. But again, going into a little bit more of the deeper things, it's like, okay, I, now I have to, you know, use put this aside and use it up to a certain extent and about what I want. Cause again, if you see someone's social media and you can see that they're intelligent, you see that they're, you know, you can't fake certain things that they're a businessman and, you know, making good business. Right. 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 You know, supporting their family and, you know, doing those things. Those are great things to also know about a person, but then realizing that those are the great things that those people are highlighting and that there's social media and that there's, you know, also just like myself, there's some not so great things that I don't necessarily (laughs) want to highlight. And, you know, I think it's, important to be able to separate the two um because it's so prevalent i don't don't think anyone in this era has been in a situation or dated someone that hasn't looked on uh facebook linkedin instagram snapchat something something something, you know to get more insight of that person so right okay cool i get that so basically it's like you evaluate everything you evaluate who they are on social but don't take it too seriously right um because again people show you who they are even if it is through a very 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 colored filtered lens like you know if you're a thought you know they're a thought if they're a businessman you know they're a businessman if they're into fashion you know they're a fashionista so like and then behind the scenes you go to figure out oh you're a businessman and oh, you're a thought too. right you get to figure out their that. whole life or which level of just like a little piece. or which level of you know is it right really... you get like a piece from social exactly. and then you get to experience the yeah. other stuff okay i get that so um i think your answer is great and i agree so um <laughs> the second question is what did i answer to yeah, that was oh. no, that was one A and one B. This oh, is one two. A, one B. No, you so, gotta answer something. You gotta. Okay, hold on. What about you, brother? Same, same oh, answer. One uh, A, one B. So for one A, <laughs> I think that the social does matter to me because mm-hmm. I don't want you to be putting negative energy out into the world. Exactly. Like I'm not dating anybody like that. Um, by negative energy, I just mean like fight video. You know, certain things yeah. that you can that, tell. You just can tell. That, like just maybe you, you can tell a little bit about like what they allow and what they think is funny. Cause like, I've had to, I just don't think that I've that's I've had funny. to unfriend a few people just for the content that shows up. I'm like, I'm not into this. I don't like people beating up old ladies. Not my thing. I don't, yeah, it's not don't, funny. This is not entertaining. Cool. Delete. Goodbye. We don't share this. Yeah. So, you know, like things like that, I pay very close attention to. Um, but yes, I don't really take it too seriously. The number of social of people who you have on your Instagram doesn't matter to me. I don't give a shit about any of those things. Cause a lot of people buy them. Yeah, and I just, I don't care. Like, for me, like, Instagram is something that I have that I think is cute and fun, but the moment that I feel like I'm being pressured to do anything is the moment <laughs> that I be like, I am never posting on Instagram ever again. Right. You and treat it just like the jacked, like, goodbye. Goodbye, I'm not playing with you because it's too serious, you know? And, you know, I think, like, because it is a business at the same time mm-hmm. that I do want people to know, and I, I want to encourage people, and I want to put those messages out there, but I just don't want to sell conf- perfection. It's like a whole bunch of things that goes right. through my mind. Because then I feel like people hit me up, and they're like, oh, my God, you're so cool, and like, tell me more about what you read. And I'm just like, okay, well... I do read lots of books and I love reading and it's fantastic and it's wonderful. But I'm smoking right now, so can I? But like, yeah, I'm just chilling. Like, I just want to have like this doobity. Can we talk about doobity? I just don't want to get 
painted right. in one thing because you said another. that happens to you a lot people will hit you up and they're expecting this you know they are they take like some of the things that you're passionate about and that you you know talk about on the grapevine and you know on your facebook and stuff and they they, they make that, that that's you that's all of you yeah and, exactly you know and they, they do that for all of us yeah because no matter what your positions are people will say who you are in totality mm-hmm. from that and in that way to answer part B, I think that it is a little bit harder once you are. I remember I was on Jacked and somebody was like, "Are you Donovan from the Grapevine?" Uh, I was like, "Ooh, gross!" Like, <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. Get out of here. Same thing was happening on Tinder. So I think it's a little bit of challenge to <laughs> because, uh, like, not, and really... not because people are recognizing you. Because who gives a fuck? They're, right. They're, everybody's they're, everywhere. Everybody's right. everywhere. Everybody's a socialite. This is New York. Like, whatever. Who gives a shit? This is. I don't take myself seriously like that at all. Hmm. But. I'm smart. So I do know that people have thought, think that I'm just the guy on the grapevine. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's not true. So when we have, are you Donovan from the grapevine? It's like, actually that's part, I'm part Donovan from the grapevine and I'm part like all of these other things as well. I just don't think that it's a great jumping point. Um, especially when you meet people digitally. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really on those apps anymore. I think I'm still on Tinder, but that'll probably, that's because it's there. Yeah. I told you I had, I've had a, ugh, like a just, Back and forth and delete and delete. Oh low, my gosh! Low. Me too, brother. Um, you know, and it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the way for me. Yeah. So I'll ask you this question again in a couple of months when the show gets a little right. bit more popular. I'll let you know how many times I've redownloaded my apps. And, yeah, and you yeah. and I'll ask you about and hopefully how, how I'll still be clean and sober. Dating. I'll ask you how. It, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'll ask you how it has impacted your dating. Um, but what I the next question that I wanted to ask and I'll answer this as well is because I'm super weird. Once like I meet somebody and we exchange social media accounts, I'm very interested in what they engage in. So I'll go and I'll look at what you liked on Instagram. Like mm. I like to look at that kind of stuff. So this is like judgy and weird, but there's like this one guy who was trying to talk to me and everything that he liked on Instagram was like some little twinky <laughs> light skin boy. And you were like, why do you like me? And I was like, well, that's cute, but I'm not here to be your exception to your rule or exception to your type Mm -hmm. because I don't really, I'm not into that. And to me, like that was very black and white. Right. And it made me, you know, but you know me, I asked. Yeah. I asked about that child. What is that about? What is So, so I see that you have a, um, I just noticed like, cause you know, we don't got to do all that. (laughs) I noticed that you like a lot of light skin, uh, twinks on your Instagram (laughs) account. So what's that about? What's that? What's going on with that? LOL, you know, it's just Instagram, you know, come on. <laughs> we have not been on one date. Right. You know, someone like, shows you who they are. I went out with People someone. will show you in little ways. Yeah. And to the equivalent of that, I remember I went out with this fine ass Haitian king of mm. a man. Oh, Lord have mercy. I just, oh, he's just a nerd. You know, I love me a nerd. He's mm-hmm. just a nerd. Is he bald? No, but a very low cut. <laughs> and he's just fine and body is tight mm. and just he's just chocolatey and cultured and fine so you knew he liked white men right mm-hmm. of course so well he, not of course let me not say that no but. shade but he liked white men he was so um we were talking and i was like well tell me about like your dating experience he's like well you know usually to be honest usually i date white guys and he was like but you know with you hot is hot you know what i'm saying like hot is hot and I, that was the last date we went on child i am not you're here to be your exception because if a brother's walking around talking about he usually dates white men, you are not the man for me, bro. Right. Fuck out of here. And you might be not be the man for nobody. You need to get your right. shit right. That's like a, you're but calling the vortex. Damn it if that motherfucker wasn't just the, whew. and I'm like, 
So, hashtag, we're going to get into this in the interracial relationship conversation when we have our boys on. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this in the other podcast. But that really frustrates me, Will. Yeah. When you see, like, okay, so my type is, like, very, like, unreasonable. So... <laughs> Let's just be so. Right. I'm keep it very real. Your about prototype. That. My prototype is very unreasonable. So it's like fine, sexy, great teeth, tall, you know, chocolate, chocolate, smart, spiritual, kind, like all of these things whipping and turning in one direction coming from this man, and then you prefer or you usually date white men it's like oh this i wish if i could tell you this has happened like once or twice or three to four or five or six times but this is like a consistent thing so anyway that's like a that's a thing mm -mm. that's a separate thing i'm just gonna that's another 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 experience that's my experience that's another podcast but anyway it's just like you know Mm -hmm. the idea of who you like versus what what i tend to not want to engage with people's social media that I'm involved with. Mm. I don't know. I've always been a little like, no, I don't need your Instagram. I don't need your... Why? I don't know. You don't want to have like any preconceived notions about them? Yeah. I think I just want to like experience them for what they are and not for like what seems to be, you know, because mm. um, but I, you know, eventually I will have it. And I don't know. And then I just realized that I only use it or only go on it when I'm mad at them and I need to figure out if they're cheating on me or not. So it's just like, I don't. And I think that that's why it's good to be engaged. Yeah, exactly. A little bit more transparent. Exactly. Because I don't want to, I don't want to live like that. Like it's it's just like the whole phone thing. Like I don't, I I need to be, I don't need your phone. I don't need your password. I don't need your Instagram. Like if we have it, it's nice. If we share, swap a couple pictures between us, we're on Instagram. That's fine. But that's not necessarily like, and yeah. I've never really like like the most. Like, if you go and like you'll maybe see a few pictures. It's like of two pairs of sunglasses, or like you know what I mean, or like a watch, or so two pairs, two watches. Like that's the kind of stuff I post, you know, because it it also hasn't been to the extent of like this is my man, man. Right, right, um, right, right. But I've never. I don't know. I've always shied away from people's social media that I'm dating. Well, I love research and I love knowledge and knowing. <laughs> Um, give me all of the information yeah. that it's I important need. though. It is yeah. important. Like I'm here for it because, and the reason why is because it's a, I guess it's naturally how I am. I just want to yeah. be, I just want to know. And then also like, I'm going to ask questions not to necessarily corroborate, but to continue the conversation of what mm-hmm. I've already learned. So, you know, if I come, I don't want to be like, well, what do you do? And I already know because I saw your information online that you're a teacher. Well, I'm going to be like, so I saw that you were a teacher. Right. And how does that go? And just going into it not knowing, it's like, well, what if I can find out, I'd rather know. But when it comes That's to fair. actually dating, I don't need to be up all, all upon. Their- yeah, I don't need to be tethered to their Instagrams or to their to their social profiles. But I would, if we're friends, then we're friends. And I'll see what you post. I may like it. I may not. If I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um because I don't think that there should be anything to hide, but specifically, would you, have you ever seen like what they like? Have you ever seen like what the person that you were dating likes oh, yeah. on like Instagram? Yeah. And have you And ever- I knew you was liking that motherfucker's pictures. Yeah, that's how it ended. Really? Yeah. Oh. I thought I was the only weird one because I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying whether I'm going to, you know, like we're going to be together or you're mm-hmm. cheating on me because I don't think it ever got that far for me with anything, but did I just- no, I, didn't. no I, um, I think it's also because, you know, we talk about like sociology a lot and why people do what they do. And a lot of people go on Instagram and they just like things because yeah, of, like, that's actually. So it's actually like good insight 
of like the type of things they like, whether it's decor, whether it's the type of men they like, the, you know, the videos they subscribe to, or you get some insight because that's just stuff that they naturally like that they're not thinking that people are looking to I know, investigate them I on. I know, I know. So like, like it's a, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a really good it's thing. It's a good Olivia Pope strategy, brother. Thank you very much. Right. I, I love to do it. And I don't, um, so the, the message is stalk, 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 <laughs> stalk these <laughs> motherfuckers. No, but know who you're getting stop involved. These no, no, but no, know stop. who you're getting involved with, and we have these tools and resources. It's harmless, you know what I mean. Social media, oh, it can get convoluted sometimes if you allow. I know, but, but if you can't take yourself. Like everybody needs to calm the fuck down. Stop mm-hmm. taking yourself so damn seriously. Yeah. Like it is not that serious. Like, like if we, especially if we're talking about dating, it's like let's get to a place where we can just be honest about who it is that we are. So much so that even if your um, Instagram is just like a brand and you're just building stuff keep that shit real listen i want you to know mm-hmm. that you may have seen my instagram i know it's a little nipply but let me tell you something <laughs> i'm a fitness coach and that's what that's about right. it's not that serious i actually like to stay home on a friday and like maybe i'll go out every now and then but i'm just pretty chill like let people like just, no it's okay to just, talk yeah it's just it's just cool to let it's people okay know to talk folks and be open and honest but yeah i'm glad you uh answered that question all honestly for me brother i think I that you yeah, know oh well, sometimes i worry about this podcast getting me in trouble but i think it also <laughs> could you know i think the right man that it will you know right this podcast keep you nice and single boo right <laughs> oh he gonna go on that motherfucking show and talk about what we did no no i would, ne- not, I would never i would never do that though. i would never either yeah i, I would I, never I'll, I'll give you subliminals down but i won't i won't yeah um, i won't pour the, all the tea yeah um so i but i think also again with being transparent it allows the 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 ancient filter to really work at its best and yeah like we say even when it's uh, comes down to guys not approaching us like that's not the type of guy that I want like right he has to say hey I think you're good looking or you know whoa 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 blah blah, blah and I want to take you out like so I had to get used to that as well like just certain things is like oh yes I might want but no I really don't want in real life because they're not they're already not meeting certain standards right or certain expectations that that are like I need. Right. So yeah, just for yourself. Do it for you. It's good to know what you know. Do it for you. It's all about doing it for you. You. So we're out. We're out. I think think we left on a good note. Yeah. We do it for you, motherfucker. Yes. Do it for you. So you know how the mantra goes. Oh, I know how the mantra goes. Brother, do it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Take some time to get to know yourself. Yeah. Take no shit and take no no days days off. Do it for you. Oh, brother. It's not offensive. We're okay. live. We okay. get to do what we want. All right. So do it for you. We <laughs> love you guys. Love you guys. I Hit love you, brother. Up. I it's love been you great too, brother. sitting across from you again. And this was really, really even good though we didn't get to film, we're making the best of it. Right. And well, we're gonna we're gonna film eventually. We're yeah. gonna film the podcast too. But we do have some dope ass shows coming your way soon. And Talking about a whole one. bunch of shit uh, and another uh, one. Ow. And another Ow. one. Ow. Oh, hit them with the um all the all the uh, all the good stuff. Okay. So we are on Instagram. We are on Tumblr. We're on Facebook. And you know. SoundCloud. Oh, and we're gonna be and on iTunes too. And all of them. All yes, of them. we're coming. So this is podcast. So um, we're at No Days Off TV. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's No Days Off TV. N O D A Z E O F F T V. Holla! We love you guys. Holla for a dollar. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful week. Rock out. Do something that you are afraid to do. Do something new. Rock Tell out somebody with your that cock you out. Love them. Swing out with your wang out. Hey, do it for you. Love you.